0: I just know there are so many other people out there that also struggle with certain things that I've been through and I feel like that's something that I can help with. I think that the more we are connected, the more we learn from each other and we can actually make it through things a lot easier and a lot faster than we normally would. Hi you guys, my name is Cherie. Welcome to Whose Life Is It Anyway? Thank you for joining me again on my new podcast. So if you guys listened to my last episode, I did a special episode with a surrogate mother. It was for Mother's Day and it was really awesome to be able to see the eyes for a surrogate mother and the reasoning behind it and just the amazing beautiful gift it is to give birth a child and give to another family I think is Probably one of the most amazing gifts you could ever give in this lifetime. Um, I love being a mom and so I know that my life would not be the same without having these little children or, or adding to our family. I mean, it's such an amazing experience and it was a really fun conversation. So if you guys haven't given it a listen, you guys should go, um, Take a minute and listen to it because it was very educational and eye opening for the view of why you'd want to go into that. I know it'd be a really hard thing for me to do. So, amazing, beautiful woman um, friend that I have, and I was so excited to share that story with you guys. Um, Today, I have Father's Day coming up this weekend, and I wanted to do something special for Father's Day. So, I was looking at different dads to have conversations with, but the more I thought about it, the more I just really felt like there's something to be said to the fathers out there. It's a whole reason for me actually putting this podcast out has to do with my father and my father-in-law, and so I wanted to share that story, and... Um, Just share my thoughts about that. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. And let me know if you agree, disagree, enjoy it, don't enjoy it. You know, Um, there's just so much to be said about our fathers out there. And I want to have a voice in that. So um, I just want to share my story. Um, First of all, why I decided to start doing podcasts and videos and um, what brought me down this road and wanting to follow this passion that I have. So about 15 years ago, actually probably about 17 years ago now, kind of crazy, my father-in-law was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and we were told that he didn't have very long to live. And we were so hopeful, um, did everything that we could possible to save his life. But um, before the end of that year, to date, when he was diagnosed, he did pass away, and to see my husband lose his best friend, the man that he spent, um, he spent so much of his life with. Growing up, um, he would go to work with his dad. He'd help his dad at work during the summers and things like that, and he just had a really close relationship with his dad. And to see my husband lose his best friend was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through in my life. And and his dad was also the closest one to me in my life up until that point that had passed away as well. So it was a really hard time. and And at that time, I was actually, I just had my second child. And so she was about eight months somewhere around there when he passed away and I'm so grateful for those moments that we were able to have with him to be able to spend the those moments with my kids before he left but it did make me realize a big reality was coming to play for me and I had my nine eight or nine month old baby and then I also had a two-year-old at home almost three-year-old and During this time, my father-in-law had moved from California to Utah to get this house fixed up and get a job and get everything prepared for their move from California to Utah. And this is when we found out that he had pancreatic cancer. And so he was with us in Utah when he was going through all of his treatments and his work was really close to our house. So he was able to spend some time Um, most days during the week, being able to stop by and, and chat with us and hang out with us. And I loved being able to have those moments with him. I don't think that I would have ever gotten to know the amazing man that he was had that move not happened. So, um, sorry guys, I'm going to try not to cry through this whole thing, but, um, In that moment, like, when we lost my father-in-law, I realized that my nine-month-old and my almost three-year-old would never remember who their grandpa was. I was just a toddler when my grandparents, uh, my mother's parents passed away, and I don't have any memory of them. Um, I hear stories from my brothers and sisters, but I really don't have any memory of who they were, what they wanted out of life, what their goals and hopes and dreams were. I don't have any clue as to what type of person or people that they were. And I just remember this one day sitting in my kitchen, it was kind of like this big open space. So Those was kitchen and living room together. And and this was before all the cancer treatments and stuff that he'd gone through had made him really weak. I think my baby was about six months at the time. But I remember him. Oh, sorry, guys. I remember my father holding my baby curl my baby girl jocelyn and just kind of rocking her and <laughs> snuggling her and singing this silly song he always sang these silly songs and i love them i think that's where my husband gets his silly songs from as well as isn't that i think i know that's where he gets them from so we get a little piece of their grandpa through that but um In that moment, I realized that, again, my kids would never have a memory of this. They would never know this man. This was a very hard reality for me because I wanted them to be able to know him. But it also brought a whole other reality to me, that life is so, so fragile and life is short and so unexpected and you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. And you don't have to be older and get cancer for your life to be over. It could be over in an accident. It could be over in many different reasons. And it just made me realize the importance of our legacy for our families, the legacy for our children. And... After losing my father-in-law, I started looking into what it would mean for me to to put together a YouTube channel. And I was a young mom, super busy, didn't have time for anything that like that. But I was also scared. You guys, like, there's so many things out there that stop us from doing what we really, truly love and want to do. And um, putting yourself out there, especially to the world, Um, I didn't want to do a youtube channel just for my kids but I also wanted to share a message with the world of the beautiful truths that I know in my life and and possibly things that can help other people in in the experiences that I've had and so part of me leaving this legacy um, through doing YouTubing and podcasting is what this whole thing is about, is me wanting to bring this message of what my legacy is, what I wanna leave for my kids, for my family, on this podcast and through YouTube and through all these different channels because I think it's very important to leave a legacy for our children. And we have such a short time here on this earth and sometimes our kids aren't ready to hear what you have to say at that moment. And sometimes they might need to hear it down the road and it'll stick. Sometimes I might not be around forever and they may want to look back on the things that I truly loved and desired for life for them. And I want that for them. Um, So my father in law was a huge, played a huge part into why I wanted to create this, why I wanted to do any of this and just share my life story and the experiences that I've had and being able to bring something beautiful to my children and to my grandchildren one day. And um, I just know there are so many other people out there that also struggle uh, with certain things that I've been through. And I feel like that's something that I can help with. I think that the more we are connected, the more we learn from each other and we can actually make it through things a lot easier and a lot faster than we normally would. Uh, I know that in my life, when I've struggled, especially with being a parent, I mean, parenting is not easy. And in those moments when I was able to make it through some of the hardest times, it was when I opened my heart and my mind up, open to people who had children who had gone through the same things. And it made a huge difference in my life. And that's what I hope with this podcast is being able to do that. Um, the other important father figure in my life, my daddy, my, my pappy, I have his name in my phone as pappy. Not sure when I started doing that, but every now and again, I call him that. Um, but my dad was such an amazing speaker throughout his life. I loved listening to him. I mean, um, in my church growing up, many people would come up to me and talk to me about how amazing my dad was as a speaker and how inspirational he was, and that's something that I've always admired about my dad. And I remember just sitting in the pews or in the church and in the congregation and just listening to my dad speak and you couldn't be you couldn't help but be drawn to him. Now part of that probably could have been that he was like pounding on the pulpit as he spoke and he but the cool thing about that, I mean nobody was sleeping in church when my dad would speak and, and and it was because he had such a powerful commanding voice. It was just he's just always been such an amazing speaker and it's just something that I've always admired about him and I always wanted to to be able to have myself. And crazy thing is is my husband he's actually a really great speaker as well and he's he doesn't even need like a whole sheet of notes. He can get up and give a speech to people, and he's amazing at it, and I think that's part of what I fell in love with with my husband, is that he's similar in that way to my dad, um, but doing this podcast really has a lot to do with my dad as well, and the fact that I want to become a better speaker, I want to be able to put a message out to the world and inspire people, inspire my children, inspire my family, inspire everyone around me and I don't know maybe some maybe my message isn't always going to be for you um but hopefully I can reach those and help those who do need help and can can be inspired by any of the words that I speak so um Yeah, so I kind of just wanted to lead off with that and why I am doing this podcast and um, I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things. I'm going to be talking about parenting a lot. Um, My husband and I have a relationship podcast where we talk about a lot of subjects in relation in your relationship. Um, We've been married almost 20 years and time goes by fast and all the experiences that we've had. I think we have a lot to share that can help other couples help other families and um, part of my new branding that I'm doing for my life is cherry is I'm breaking apart the word cherry and using it kind of as an acronym. I'm gonna try to remember all that I broke it into, but I try to break it into areas of my life that I feel we constantly need to improve on. And your areas of life where you feel like you need to improve improve on might be a little bit different than mine, but I think these are very key, beautiful. Um, things that I'm going to be speaking about. I'm actually going to kind of organize it in a way to where I can hit all of those points. And so Breaking Cherry Apart, I actually, um, for, for C, I decided to go with charity. Um, one of the most beautiful things in this world and in this life is being able to see what other, what you can give to the world, what you can give back, what you can give to your neighbors, your friends, your family, you know, really make a difference in the world um, by touching the lives around us and that's part of what my podcast is as well is hopefully to inspire you guys and for you guys to inspire me there's a lot that I learned from you guys and we all have to kind of listen to each other to have the type of community that will provide a better future for our children for grandchildren Um, so my H is health Um, Health is a huge importance to me in my life. Um, If you guys have been listening to my podcast and go back to listen to some of my earlier ones, um, I kind of just kept going along with this podcast so you guys can have that information still. But I did a challenge for my 40th birthday to get in the best shape of my life and my challenge was to get a six pack and guess what you guys, I did. And it was the most amazing thing that I've ever done for myself and It's something that I want to keep up for forever. I will say over the past couple of months, I have not been 100% on, but the cool thing about it that I love the most about my journey with it was the fact that my kids learned a lot through my experience. And that was really the main reason why I wanted to do it is because I wanted to see my, I wanted my kids to see that I could do hard things and that it's possible for them to do hard things too. Um, they saw how strict I was with my diet. They played along with it. They, they made fun of me for a certain amount of time with it, um, but then they started seeing the results that I was getting and started to follow it as well. So actually, uh, my kids started living a healthier life, and that's what I really truly wanted through that experience is I just saw that I wasn't being the best example for my kids because they didn't see the healthy ways that I was living my life. I kind of kept that all to myself, but I'm I'm a big baker, a big cooker, and so they were constantly joining in on that whole thing, but I wasn't teaching them a whole lot about how to be healthy and to keep their bodies and minds healthy. Um, but you guys, health is such a huge part in our lives. We have to stay healthy physically and mentally, and you cannot have mental health if your physical health is down the toilet. It's a crazy huge thing nowadays where everybody's talking about how being overweight is is the way to be these days, and body positivity is being obese. You guys, this is crazy. You guys, this is not healthy. This is not what we want to give to our kids. Like, Ask any person who's obese that has children and if you ask them, do you want to give this gift of obesity to your children? Do you think they're going to be like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want for everybody that I love. No. It's just a struggle that they are struggling with and they don't want to have to pass that on to any of their family or friends. And this whole body positivity thing is getting out of control, and after COVID, I was listening to a news report, and they were talking about how, what was it, it was like um, obesity or something, I think it was obesity had gone up 600% after COVID, I'll have to look up that data and um, and share it with you guys, but 600% is crazy, you guys, that's not good. If we could give any gift to our family, our friends, our children, and even if you can't do it for yourself, nobody wants to give obesity to their family and friends. Um, What does obesity give you? It gives you a short life. It gives you strokes, heart attacks, heart disease. Um, It also plays with your mental health. You're not really, truly happy if you're obese. You really aren't. And if you're really truly honest with yourself, you'll understand and know that what I'm saying is true and real. Um, So being in the, living your best life and just feeding your body the way that it needs to be fed um, is very important. And it's not only important physically, but for your mental health as well. Um, Feeding your body the things, the nutrients that it needs helps with your mental health and being able to be the best version of yourself and being able to give charity and give your family the life that they deserve. So I will be talking a whole lot about health and especially um, the physical aspect of that because if you do not have your physical health, you really don't have anything in this life because it, it actually plays a huge part in your relationships plays a huge part in what you can give to the world, your energy level, what you give to yourself, the way that you love yourself, the and the example that you show to your family and friends and your kids, and so I am a huge advocate for staying healthy. Um, and I'm not saying you have to have a six pack. I don't. I'm not saying that you gotta go be this crazy muscle man, right? All I'm saying is be healthy. Um, to the best of your ability and keep trying every day because it's when you give up that those pounds start coming on, you know. Um, But also the mental health part of that is huge. We live in this world where we have this huge mental health crisis and i that's really what I'm pushing for with this podcast is to hopefully help those who are struggling with their mental health to be able to get themselves to a better place and Um, There's so many different avenues to go down in that direction and so I'm hoping that I can bring on some really amazing people to have conversations about this, who deal with this, who help people with this, who coach with this, and I'm really excited to bring those guys on. Um, But after help, my E that I picked out was energy and the energy that you put out to the world and just the energy to get up and do the things that you need to do in the world. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot about that and how that plays into living the best life that we can and where we want to be with our energy level and how important it is to give a certain type of energy to the people that are around you and in your relationships. And you haven't figured it out yet. My R that I have is relationships. Relationships are a huge part of my life. Um, relationships are what make me happy, that bring me joy, that keep me moving forward. And I mean, everything that I do in my life is based around the relationships that I have the relationship I have with my husband, the relationship I have with my kids, the relationship I have with my parents, with my family, the relationship that I have with myself. I mean, those are huge, important things in our lives. And if you don't think relationships matter, I mean, honestly, any, everybody just wants love in this life. They want to give love. They want to be loved. And if you don't ever experience that, you don't understand what you need because you haven't experienced that. So you can't understand what it's like because you don't have that loss right now. But we all strive to have love and better relationships with those around us. And so uh, I will be talking a whole lot about that as well. Um, I'm trying to think of my my other one, oh yeah, my other R is rise. So I think rising to the next level, leveling up, um, elevating yourself to the next level in life, really going after the better version of yourself is huge to me. And I that's some a huge message I want to put to my out to my kids and my friends and my family and how important. It is to keep rising above it all, to keep rising to the next level in your relationships, in your career, in what motivates and inspires you. Um, it's, it's a huge part in what plays into your joy every single day and how important that is to actually have something to rise up to. Um, and then the last one that I have for why is you. And really why I love that my acronym for CHERRY actually ends with you is just the fact that it all starts with you and it ends with you. Um, I'm reading this book. I actually just finished it, but it was Green Lights from Matthew McConaughey. And one of the main things that he talks about, and I really love this, is the fact that no matter who you lay down in your bed with at night, it could be your spouse. It could be whoever it is um, in your life. The really the person who holds you accountable at the end of the day is you. You're the one who hits the pillow at night. You're the one that you've got to, um, you've got to deal with that night because there's so many things that people don't know about us. Even our spouse, even the people that we love the most, don't exactly know everything about us. But we know. And there's moments where nobody can see the things that we do, but we do. And so being really true and honest to yourself and actually being the one to take action, because guess what? One of the biggest things that I love talking about is how we are the creators of our own world. And if you choose not to create the world that you live in, then it's still going to happen. Life is still going to move forward, whether you make the choices for it or not, and indecision, not making a choice is still a choice. So you might as well make choices to benefit your life, to rise up, to have better relationships, to have better health. And I'm going to be talking to a lot of people and asking the question, what is your secret to life? What brings you joy? What do you, what message do other people want to bring to the world? And, and I'm really excited to be able to bring others on to be able to contribute and inspire me as well. So, because of these two great men in my life, I have decided to do something big to put myself out there to leave a legacy for my children, to leave a legacy for my family and friends, to help and, well, hope to help inspire someone to live their best life, create the life that they deserve, the life that they desire a life that's good for them, a life that raises them up to the next level in life, and creates joy in every moment, learning to appreciate every single moment you have here on earth, and, so I decided what I want to do is I want to dedicate this podcast to them, um, to both my father-in-law and my father, and, um, examples that they were to me, the beautiful men that they were and are, and to be able to create something for myself that I've been wanting to create, a legacy to give, um, a legacy of charity, a legacy of health, a legacy of giving of yourself, of your energy to every single moment in your life. To the relationships. To building better relationships, closer relationships, bringing people together instead of separating us and pulling us more apart in this world. To rise above. To rise above those hard things that we have to deal with, those rock-bottom moments that seem like we can never get out of. To rise to the next level in our lives. To become the best versions of ourself. And it's also for You for you taking accountability, for you making these things happen, making these moments happen, living your best life, because really when it all comes down to it, it's all about you. And so I have to give props to both my my father-in-law and my father for me putting this podcast together and hopefully bringing some good, light, experience, Um, from those around us that we can learn from to better our lives and this is dedicated to them so one uh, so kind of why I wanted to have this conversation on Father's Day and just bring my message of what this podcast is going to be about is really um, I think that there's a lot of misinformation when it comes to the men in our lives the men in in our world and I want to speak to that right now so part of what made me think that I wanted to do this message instead of have a conversation with somebody was we were watching this movie the other night and there's, there's a common occurrence, a common thing that happens in movies and it really makes me crazy when it comes to our dads. We don't have movies about dads and they're just like this amazing dad and they overcome this and they help their family out, blah, 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 right? Most of the movies that I see that I watch with my family, is talking about how the dad is inadequate, how the dad can never measure up, how he's not present, how he's not there for the kids in their life. And I just have to speak to that. And the fact that that message is so overdone and it needs to stop. We have these fathers, we have these husbands who are going out and providing for their family. And yes, maybe if they're coming home from work and they're sitting on their behinds and they're watching TV for the rest of the night and ignoring their children, ignoring their wife, then yeah, they need to step it up. But we kind of have this common theme that if you are a hardworking dad who's providing for your family, then that's not good enough. And to say that to your husband, to your dad is the most hurtful thing you could ever say to them because they are doing their job. They are doing the things to take care of their family. And yeah, you can have a discussion and say, hey, we need to spend more time as a family. We need to do this or that. And they choose not to. Then that's a whole different story. But when you have a good man at home and he's providing for you and your family, give him the love and the acclimates that he deserves When he comes through the door, give him a hug and a kiss and say, and just say, thank you. I'm a working mother and, and it's not easy going out and working all day and then coming home and having to put out more energy for your family. If your husband doesn't feel like giving extra energy when he gets home from work, just be understanding of the fact that he's going out and providing and needs to kind of turn off life for just a little bit. I grew up in a home where my dad worked full time, um, but he also had a huge calling in our church and he was gone doing church stuff all the time. And and I do look back on that and I, I do wish I had more experiences with my dad, but my dad was doing and fulfilling the things that he knew was best for his family. From his knowledge and what he believed, that was something that he needed to be involved in to be able to provide the family, his family, what they needed. And looking back, I can be kind of annoyed at the fact that I didn't get to see my dad a lot and it had to do with like church callings and stuff, but there's this amazing man that was providing for his family. And he was providing not only in financial terms, but also in a spiritual terms as well. He knew that this was something that would provide good things for his family. And he put his time into that because it was important to give to his family. I'm, I know that there were probably some meetings that my dad liked to go to, but he, I know he didn't love going to meetings all the time. It took up a lot of time in his life, but he did it because he knew that it was something good for his family. And when you have a good man in your life and not all men meet this standard of men. So, you know, if you are a man that's listening to this and you kind of have um, gone away from like some of these things that I'm going to be talking about, just realize that you might need to step up your game just a little bit and be there for the family. But really, I'm just kind of speaking to to the hopes of helping others understand that the importance and the love that our men give to us and our families and two when our husbands get home from work and they have a little bit of extra time we need to allow them to be them we need to allow them to have hobbies to do the things that like really help them grow individually as well because guess what when our men are growing on an individual level it trickles down to us it trickles down to our children our children will see that our our husbands have hobbies they have interests they have things that like we fell in love with so don't take those things away from the men in our lives like make sure that we allow them to have the the passions that they have in life because it's really important for them to be able to do that and kind of reclaim who they are again Um, just as it's important for us as women to also do that Um, and that's where we kind of Complement each other in those passions, and what drew us to each other. Because if we take some of those things away from our husbands that we, that once, when we were dating, drew us to them, then all of a sudden, for some reason, in our own minds, we're going to start thinking, "Oh, why are things different? Why aren't I as as attracted to him as I used to be?" And really, a whole lot of it can come down to the fact that we. Convinced them into getting rid of certain things in their life, the car, the motorcycle. We stopped them from doing playing basketball with their friends or doing some of the things that brought a little bit of that sexiness out of them. And um, just allowing them to have those hobbies and those interests keep us a little bit more interested in them. It's kind of this weird thing, even though they're taking time away from you and the kids, it's very important for them to have their own passions and their own things to be involved in. And not just doing it to satisfy a need, but because you see how it helps bring them to who, closer to who they are. Not ever forgetting who they are as a man and forgetting their place in the relationship that you have with them. And have gratitude for the hard work that they put in for working so hard to provide the life that you have and the life that you want, that you desire. Um, Our husbands and fathers, they don't go out to work every day and work as hard as they do and, and do all the things that they do for them. It's really a selfless act. And There's so much that a father plays into in our lives that we don't really give a lot of credit to. And the masculine part in our homes needs to come from our fathers. And the importance that we should place on fatherhood has gone away. And just being grateful and thankful for the part that they play in our homes, because it's a very important part. Um, I remember, so last year I went to this... um, This convention type thing event thing where they were talking about different messages that people wanted to put across to the world and i was kind of networking and talking to this these two men and one of them his message was the fact that men need to step up and play a bigger more masculine part in their home and how he's a huge advocate for having um a a mother and a father in the home. And I asked him where he, his motivation was for wanting to put this message across to the world. And it was because he came from a single family home, a single mom home, single mother home. And the thing that I loved about the conversation that I had with him was not that he was putting his mother down in any way. He, he had this amazing mom who did so much for him growing up and had to play both roles and the thing that I took away from the message that he was giving to me in that moment was just the importance that our fathers play in our homes and how he saw his mom work so hard to play both parts and he knew that having a father would have taken some of that Having a father that was playing his masculine part in the home and was taking part in his family would have relieved some of the pressure that his mom was having to go through, relieved some of the the responsibility that she had to provide for her family. And and he had nothing bad to say about his mom. His mom was this amazing, strong woman who made it, this boy that grew up to be this beautiful man. And the fact that he could see the importance in what he didn't get... Not having a dad at home, and the important story is to have both the masculine and feminine parts in our homes. And, And nowadays, that is under attack. It's we're talking, there's so many people out there talking about how men and masculinity is bad, how men are toxic, and things like that. And they kind of use it as a blanket statement across all men. There's more harm that happens in that than there is good because what's happening in the world today is our men are starting to become more of the feminine part in their homes because women are like, oh, you need to be more sensitive. You need to be more this. You need to be more that. And men want to please us as women. They want to please us. They want to make us happy. You guys, if I can put one message across to to women out there is that if you truly have a good man, he wants to please and provide for you in so many different ways. And that's how he gives of his love to you. That's how he serves you is by by doing those things. So let's embrace the fact that men are supposed to be this masculine part in our homes. Let them be the masculine part in our homes. And it works well when we play our feminine part and the, our, our men play the masculine part. And the reason for that is is it's kind of like the good cop, bad cop. You know, like um, in most homes, not all homes, um, I know that the dads are the ones who kind of get like are the ones that are a little bit hard on the kids when it comes to punishment, when it comes to um, setting our kids straight on on certain situations and certain um aspects in life you know like if i if i'm having an argument with one of my kids and i just i'm at my wits end and i'm about ready to pull my hair out then i usually go to my husband and i say hey, i i'm dealing with this situation i need you to step in and guess what having that masculine part um that maybe feel a little bit harsh in the moment it's going to be something that will teach our children how to deal with conflict how to deal with people who Uh, have a stronger personality type, it's very important. We don't want our kids to go out into the world and be naive. We want them to have that strength, to be able to deal with, with the hard things of life. And sometimes as a mom, we just can't put that across to our kids. Sometimes we can, but guess what? I've seen somebody in my life have to play both parts and it gets exhausting. So as women, we need to allow our men to be Men, be the masculine part in our home because it's so important for our children to understand the masculine and the feminine part in our home. If you have a good man at home, he will play his masculine part and stop trying to overrule this masculinity in your home and let him be the man that he needs to be because that's when he fully steps into who he is and you have a whole lot more respect for who he is and you can see the important role that he plays in your relationship and in your home and how it's going to affect your children long term. Um, I I remember listening to the story one time and they were talking about how and I'm probably gonna get some of this wrong because it's been a while since I listened to the story, but it was this guy that was interviewing this guy who was a very manipulative, toxic man and he basically kind of destroyed women. He would date them and basically take everything from them, take advantage of them, like really manipulate them in every way possible. And this interviewer was asking him, you know, what, if you were to give any advice to parents out there and and tell them what they need to do to help their daughters not want to be with men like you, one of the things he said was, To make sure that your daughter feels love. That you don't treat your children the way that I treat women. That you make them feel like they have importance in their life. That they see masculinity in a healthy way. Because he's like, my favorite thing when I meet a woman is to find a woman with daddy issues. If I meet a woman and I know that she has didn't have a dad at home or she had an abusive or toxic dad at home he's he would he was saying that that was the best opportunity for him to know that he could take advantage of that woman to take advantage of that situation so if we don't think that uh, our husbands our fathers play an important role in our lives even if they're super busy, even if they have to work to provide for us on a daily basis, and they come home, and those little tidbits of like, of learning from them might just be little tidbits, but they are important things that our children will take, and I love, I think it's a quote that talks about how to a son, um, your father is your first hero, and to a daughter, your, your father is your first love. And and sometimes I think that we don't allow our husbands to play those parts. And we don't allow our husbands to really be there for our children because we're trying to to control so much of these situations. But our kids need that. They need their dad. They need him to play his, his part, his role. And we need to allow that to happen. And we need to embrace it. And not just embrace it. Be grateful and be loving for the fact that you have a good man in your home. You have a good man that provides for you and your family who takes opportunities when he's not at work to spend time with you. And I'm not going to say that it's going to be 100% of the time once he gets off work because work is exhausting and they sometimes need to just check out after work. Um, But build those relationships, cultivate those relationships one of the things that I love that my husband has brought to my family is, is I grew up in a home where we didn't really hug a whole lot. We didn't hug or kiss or like show affection ever really like not much in my life except for like big moments that happened, right? And when I introduced my husband to my family, he all of a sudden started hugging everybody in my family and, and I'd already gotten used to it because we would hang out with groups of friends. I would hug each other and and show affection for the friendships and the relationships that we had but he brought love to my family and that was something that I didn't realize was such a huge importance that I needed in my life and it was a gift that he gave to my family and and it's something that we really feel as an importance in in what we teach our children also sharing love in this world is I mean don't force your love on other people but seeing showing the love and um, showing that example to love first and it creates a different type of environment in your home and nowadays i when i go to see my family i hug my brothers and sisters i hug my mom and dad I mean it's such a different experience and sometimes it's still awkward it's been almost 20 years that I've been married but sometimes it's still a little awkward um, especially when you meet people who you know come from the same background that you did where it wasn't like a big thing for hugging but it's such a beautiful thing and I love that I get to have that as part of my life now you guys I just want to send a message to tell you men out there thank you and especially my husband for being the strong, masculine man that you are. Thank you for providing for our family, for working so hard, stressing yourself out just to provide and create the home and life that I enjoy every single day. Thank you for showing up for our kids, for trying your hardest to be to every little thing that they do. It's something that they can depend on. Thank you for showing up for me, for allowing me to be the feminine part in our relationship and enjoy being the woman, the princess, the queen that you make me feel. Thank you for being the protector. When scary stuff goes down, I know that my husband's gonna handle it and I don't have to handle things on my own. And not only does he stand up for me, but he stands up for everybody and everything he stands up for what's good in this world. Thank you for showing my children what it means to be a good dad. To be there for them. To show love for them. And to be the hero. To be our, our girl's first love. My My daughter is such a daddy's girl and I love it. It was something that was really hard for me when she was little. But as I've seen them grow and their relationship grow, I I, I knew that I was just kind of jealous of that relationship. But I know because of that relationship, she will pick a man that will treat her well. And she will treat him like the beautiful masculine man that he is. So thank you, my love. Thank you, my ride or die best friend. You're amazing. And I can't say thank you enough for the life that I have. Things aren't always easy. I mean, we've been married for almost 20 years now. And life hasn't been easy. But I know that I love my life. I love the little moments that I get to spend with my husband, with my best friend. And I feel very lucky to have the life that I have. Because, guess what? When you have a good man in your life, when those hard things come into play you know that there's a good moment coming coming soon that that those hardships won't last forever so thank you thank you my love for being the man that you are the man for me the man for our children the man for our friends the man for good in this world you are an amazing man this is kinda of just a message I wanna send out to all you amazing men out there those who step up to the plate. Those who are amazing fathers, amazing husbands. Thank you for everything that you do. For all those men who step into their masculinity and they own it and they provide and they, they create security for their families and everyone around them. Thank you. To my papa, to my papi, I love you so much. You definitely have inspired me in my life. You definitely were my first love. I know I picked the man that I picked today because of how good of a man and a father you were. So thank you. But I just want to leave you guys with this message. You guys have an amazing week, and I will see you next time.